Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Me Time or hashtag have a moment for yourself. It is a morning routine kit. It's so amazing. I use it every single day. I'm obsessed with the eucalyptus oil. They also have a affirmations deck, a journal, and then a curated Spotify playlist. You can use code Jennifer for 20% off and I will also leave the link in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is episode 51. My name is Jennifer Larkin. If this is your first time, thank you guys so much for being here. Every single episode, I pull a card. So today's card says, something incredible is on its way to me and I patiently await it. Mm, Looking forward to whatever that is. I'm excited. I hope that happens for you as well. My three good things for the day. And then I just have some life updates because I have a lot going on in my life right now. So first one just for today was that I went to the chiropractor. This is your sign to go to the chiropractor if you haven't been going or been wanting to going. I'm kind of going to be talking about that in the episode. I just love it. It's really helped with my chronic pain. I go every two weeks now. When I first started, I went every week to kind of just like get me tuned up to a place where I was more comfortable in my body, just like physically. And now I just go kind of as maintenance every two weeks. So the second thing is I got a bunch of stuff to shoot content with tomorrow with my friend Sammy because my business turns two in a couple of weeks and tomorrow is kind of the only day that I have time to shoot it so I'm so grateful she was able to help me and I just like cannot believe it's been two years already since I've had Ava and as I always say like you cannot have one year's experience if you don't start so if I had started when I actually originally wanted to start three years ago where it would be now it's crazy to think about so you just have to start you know so much happened in the last two years doing it and everything and I've just grown so much and been through so many hurdles and now it's kind of like smooth sailing pretty much so really exciting you guys should go check it out it's called Ava the Label and the last thing is that I'm having a picnic with my siblings on Thursday which is going to be fun we just go to like Valley Forge Park is like where we grew up and we just usually like have you know a little tapestry on the ground we go to Trader Joe's get some food and just like hang out and it's probably going to be the last time I see my sister before she goes back to school and It's just like so weird being an adult and growing up and not really seeing your family all the time necessarily. Like there's just not enough days in the year to see all the people that I want and it like overwhelms me because I always wanna see people I love but the days just like get ahead of me and I like have no days left in August. So first of all, didn't say this, but the episode topic is gonna basically be about like keeping a balance in your life in the summer when there's like a lot of drinking and events and stuff like that. Like somebody asked me a specific question. The question was how to stay on track, i.e. healthy habits when the summer is in full swing and people are going out a lot drinking, etc. So we'll get into that, but the quick life update additionally to what I said was that I'm currently apartment hunting. I'm definitely stressed about it. I'm trying to just stay like grounded and you know in the moment and like whatever happens happens, but I'm definitely like super picky about where I live and I love where I live right now, but there's currently no apartments available for two bedrooms in my building, which is like what we wanted because I'm moving in with my boyfriend for the first time since like college. 
And I just have no time to see apartments. And I'm not crazy about just, like, getting apartment from seeing, like, pictures online. And, like, the summer's just going so fast. And I have, like, no days available in August, like I said. So it's just stressing me out a little bit. But it's an exciting thing that's happening. And we're going to save a bunch of money. And I'm just, like, I really want to save more money so that, like, possibly next year I could buy a house. And, you know, just start kind of moving in the direction that I want to be going in financially, especially after the pandemic. You know, I'm really transparent about that on social media and on the podcast about my career really getting hindering for the last two years and kind of like, you know, getting my feet back up under me. So the second one I'm super excited about, it doesn't mean a lot to some people, but it's really exciting to me is that I finally made it to a thousand followers on TikTok. And again, not a ton to some people, but a huge deal to me. I always talk about how numbers are super vanity. And again, I think just a thousand, like getting to that point was kind of just like an affirmation for me that I could do it and that I knew what I was doing. And also, of course, there are some limitations on these platforms if you don't hit certain numbers. So like you couldn't have a link in bio and then you couldn't like start to get into that creator marketplace. And it was actually kind of weird because originally it was like, you need the requirement of a thousand followers to get into the creator marketplace. So it's like, oh, okay, well I wanna get that, get there, go in, they like accept me into it, but then I need to get 10,000 followers. So it's like, what was the point of that? Like, what did that even do for me? So I'm not really sure if like anything is monetizing based on views and stuff at a thousand followers, but anyways, I can now have the link in bio, which I just think is like a really big deal for creators because it's a way that I can monetize things. Like if I do decide to do an Amazon storefront or I do have like eBooks and freebies and things on my website. So you could get that in my TikTok, like link in bio as well as my Instagram bio. And personally, I actually, if I go on TikTok and like someone's TikTok, the first thing I'll do is look for their, you know, like Instagram being linked because I do not like how TikTok, like they have the link in bio, but it stays in TikTok. So sometimes it's not as like friendly with just like, you know, like UX design. So I like to go out of Instagram because I can actually like bring it into Safari. So I don't know, just like a little tip. If you don't have your Instagram linked, you should probably do that because I feel like I'm probably not the only one that does that. And then the next thing is that I have a few UGC jobs this month, this month, which is great because honestly, I haven't really been doing a lot of them due to like modeling a lot, which obviously I would like prefer to model more than I make UGC, but it's nice to just have like another stream of revenue and the apps that I use are Influence, Influi, sorry, is the one that I use. I have like two this month and then I have this app called Billow. Again, you're not making a crazy amount of money, but like I always say, I was door dashing last year and if I can make $20 for one video versus driving one hour for DoorDash, I would rather do that. So the last thing is putting out into the ether. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I really want it. Just putting it out there because I don't know where you guys are necessarily based, but I know some of you are in Philadelphia. So I'm putting out there that I really would love to hire an assistant to like work with me like one time a week to just like help me shoot some content. I just feel like having the separation between like asking my friends or like my boyfriend to like take content of me, I think would just be better for me personally. And it would be cool to get like to know somebody who's like in that space and like interested in that sort of stuff. So just putting that out there, we'll see what happens. So let's do our breath together. Then we'll get into the episode. As always, just take a normal breath in, breathe all the air out of your mouth, Hold it, breathe in your nose, hold it at the top, breathe out your nose. 
hold it, and breathe normally. Hmm, always so nice. Okay, quickly just gonna read that question again and then we're gonna get right into it. I have a lot of notes, so I don't wanna make this too long of an episode, but the question again was how to stay on track, i.e. healthy habits when the summer is in full swing and people are going out a lot slash drinking, etc. So I want to preface this entire episode with one, I am not a medical professional, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not like a physical therapist, physical trainer. I never want to shame anybody. Like, I feel like if you genuinely feel good in your body and your habits, like this episode just really isn't for you. This is for somebody who's like really struggling to just like make those healthier changes for yourself and maybe just don't really know where to start. Like a lot of this episode I will say later is that I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I'm here to just start the conversation and maybe tell you about some things that you've never heard about so that you can ask questions, you can look it up for yourself and things like that. So the thing is, is that there's always going to be the like, quote, I'll do this when this is over, et cetera, et cetera. So I wrote a bunch of things down like holidays, the start of school is coming up, syllabus week if you're in college, Labor Day weekend, Halloween, Thanksgiving Eve, one of the biggest drinking days of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, now there's all these random national holidays like Best Friends Day and weddings, bachelorette parties, birthdays, holidays, etc. There's always going to be something and then mix in like your birthday, your boyfriend's birthday, your partner's birthday, your friend's birthday, your parents' birthday, you know, there's always bridal showers like there's all baby showers there's so many things I know I because I can relate that summer really I think out of the most but not even I don't know I think I actually want to say like statistically I think like when the summer hits and it's warmer and this may just be for east coast because if it's like warm all the time this could be very different but I know that when I joined this Pilates place they were saying that they're like um, active users, like the how much they're coming in has gone down a lot in the summer because I think people are like outside, there's more to do. So like they, you know, their habits and their routines kind of like fall like off track a little bit, you know, whatever that means for you. And I just feel like the summer, like the, even if the weekends, if you aren't like on a gr- like quote great, again, I'm going to talk about like the word great and not great. I know for me that on the weekends in the summer, a lot of times, you know, I'm at the beach all weekend, I'm traveling, whatever, there's a lot of drinking, there's not a lot of movement and exercise and, you know, all those sort of things. Maybe I'm sleeping in more, I'm staying up later, I'm not eating as maybe healthy as I would like to. So what I'm going to basically be getting into, I was more saying that because I can relate very much so to that, like the question. So I feel like creating these habits are really like bulletproof for any different events in your life. And again, this might not apply to you, but I think for the masses, most people can really relate to these sort of things. So I'm gonna be discussing all of this and want to disclaim that like I am not perfect. I am still working to get to a place where I am happy with how I'm living and balancing my life and habits. But like from what I've learned, seen, and experienced over the years, I would say the 80-20 rule really is the key to this balance being successful. I feel like when I'm down on myself is usually when I'm not living in that balance of those quote healthy versus quote unhealthy habits. 
Again, please take this with a grain of salt. I really, like I said, don't love the concept of good and bad. Like everything is good in moderation. And that's why I say quote healthy or quote unhealthy because something could be healthy for you that is unhealthy for me. Like we're all very different. And I think my biggest advice based on that balance is 80% of the time that you are doing those healthier habits, like eating a cleaner diet, not drinking most of the time or in moderation. We all have vices. I think if you don't, you're probably lying to yourself. Like even if you're just addicted to like serotonin, I think balancing how much you're scrolling or absorbing content on social media, how much time you're spending with others, are you ever alone, how often are you eating out, drinking, eating sugar, drinking coffee, exercising, and then 20% of the time you do all of those quote unhealthy things. The thing is, if you do those things in moderation, they shouldn't be considered unhealthy because they're fun, they they fuel the soul, like that's what a lot of the times we look forward to and that's where a lot of our memories come from, you know? So again, not saying they can't come from the other side, but I just think it's like the idea that in order to, you know, really have a balanced life as well, like rest and those types of things are essential for having that like balanced, healthy, happy life. And I probably truthfully would not be a happy person. I think a lot of people could say that if they didn't have those things at least 20% of the time because they truly do bring joy. Like I said, I like going out to eat. I like having some drinks. I like staying up and dancing and laughing with loved ones. I like, you know, sweets. Sometimes I don't like to be working out. Like I would say most of the time I would like to just not work out, but I know that I feel better when I do work out and that's why I do it. I like to consume content. Like, I think it's fun. It makes me laugh. It gives me inspiration, inspires me. But that's because I've curated my feed to be that way. So again, that's a kind of a different conversation, but I've talked about that before. But if I'm eating out all the time, I'm always drinking alcohol. I'm staying up late. I'm not exercising. I'm consuming more than I'm creating or relaxing in terms of like maybe I'm not reading and things like that, like getting outside, not having my eyes on a screen all the time. I will 100% be more anxious, I'll be irritable, I'll be mean, snappy, unhappy, I won't be sleeping well, I'll probably not be eating well, so then I'll just feel sluggish and lethargic and bloated and things like that. I hope you like get the point of what I'm kind of saying is that whatever the moderation for like whatever is best for you, because moderation for me could look very different for you, because it's just, it depends on your body, on your mind, you know your lifestyle, like all those different things. Like nobody can just give a blanket statement of like, oh, do this this many times and you're deemed healthy. Like I said, everyone is so different. It's just like all these different diets on the market. Like they're all deemed quote correct or effective, but they aren't for everyone. Like not every single diet is gonna be effective for you. And again, I'm bringing up diet culture just because it's just a good example in terms of comparison, but I really truly do not like diet culture at all because Like I've said before, I have had many eating disorders based on this diet culture and this expectation that you have to be really skinny. And I really just don't believe in that. Like I don't like labels. That's why I am majority of the time plant-based or vegan, but I would say 80 to 90% of the time I'm vegan and the other 10 or 20% I'm not. And I feel like in our society, which again, this is changing, but I feel like a lot of times, at least in the past, when I would say like, I'm vegan, but then they would see me eat something that's not vegan. They would be like, wait, I thought you were vegan. And like kind of 
make me feel weird about it. And I just found that I've always found that very strange because it's like, I'm not like making you feel weird about eating non-vegan all the time. So like, why are you making me feel weird about it? So I think it really comes from like vegans have kind of gotten this like bad rep that, you know, it's like, they're really these like, you know, really out there and really like extremist vegans where they make you feel bad about being non-vegan, but I'm not like that. I truly like if something makes you happy, do you just don't force it on me sort of thing. So I think like to get further into the question that I originally got given to me though, is that because I have really been struggling with this as well, because there are so many events. So if you feel like you're not feeling your best because you're constantly going to dinners and drinking, etc., I think truly and I'm talking to myself here too like it's something I've been doing like sitting with yourself and being like do I really want to be doing this like is it for social reasons like do I have fun with these people when I'm sober like could I or you be doing something more casual that doesn't involve alcohol like could we get coffee or matcha or tea instead could we go to a workout class could we go on a walk in the park or like around the city or town or something have a picnic I think like The thing is, is that so many people don't drink, but I think like the majority of what we see is that people drink and that's what's cool. And there's so many like events surrounding around it and like, you know, like beer gardens and and games and like there's all these things that like almost always involve alcohol. So it can be like really hard for people who like maybe are sober curious or just, you know, they're just not feeling great drinking. And I think like really unfortunately comes down to just self-discipline and like being really confident in yourself like of saying no and like not being like a people pleaser and like I kind of struggle with this because like there's a side of me like I do like drinking but then I also like don't really like how sometimes how I act when I'm drinking or like after that but I'll get into that later in my notes but I think some tips that I've been seeing because I follow some people who are sober on like Instagram and TikTok that maybe like inspire me to do it is like maybe drinking sparkling water while you're out. You know, there's all these like great drinks now like Poppy and like Olipop and stuff like that. Or just like some, like even just like Wegmans I know has just like flavored sparkling water that's really good. And making like little mocktails. I've been seeing accounts that do that and stuff. But just like, you know, that kind of usually makes you want to go to bed earlier because you're like genuinely tired and you're like your cues in your brain are telling you like you're tired. They're not getting like you know, messed up with like an espresso martini or something, like telling your body like you're not extra tired when you actually are. And it'll like lower how much you're actually drinking. And even if like maybe you have, if like say if you're really into drinking and going out, maybe you just have like one drink and then like a sparkling water or something or a mocktail. So you kind of like are weaning off of it. And it's kind of just like, And I feel like it's, like, if you really want to be doing that and you tell your friends that, like, they'll be supportive of you if they're good friends. So it's, like, it shouldn't feel like this whole thing. And, you know, they should be supporting you and maybe they even want to do it with you. Like, you never know how your friends might be feeling the same way as you and you might be keeping it in. And then you're all doing this thing that maybe you all don't really want to be doing. So, you know what I mean? I'm kind of, like, rambling going on a tangent. But it's something I've been telling myself I want to do and it's been hard because it it is so socialized. And like I've been doing it for years, but I know that even when I drink only on the weekends, I know my anxiety is heightened for the rest of the week. And then the cycle just keeps going because for me too, it's like I've been kind of like going to the beach on Thursday, maybe leaving Monday or going on Thursday, leaving Sunday, like Friday, leaving Monday. 
So it's like my week is already cut kind of short and I'm kind of drinking like way more than I would in say like the winter or the fall or the spring or something. So it, it definitely, I'm feeling more heightened in my anxiety. So it's just something, again, I'm working through it as well. I'm just kind of trying to share it to be transparent and like show that like, you know, you're maybe, you're not alone in this if you are feeling this yourself. And like, again, I'm working through like, if that's worth it to me or not, because I do have fun when I am drinking on the weekends. But like I said, I think that if you were a bit more active, meaning like you and me, maybe more mindful during the weeks, like that 80%, it might be a nice reward for the weekend of like that 20%. And that's just like the place that like personally I'm trying to get to and the people that I see who, again, everything is a highlight reel online, but seem to be maybe in a better place is if they're really sticking to that 80-20 really consistently and intentionally. Or maybe because you're working so hard on yourself during the week, you may not even want to drink on the weekends anymore. Like I know when I was at my peak like fitness, again, I was doing kind of in an unhealthy way, but I know that I was putting in so much work that I didn't want to be sacrificing that on the weekend. So it was like, again, it was a to an extreme where I wasn't doing anything, but we're trying to get into a healthier way. Again, this was several, several years ago. Now there's a lot out there. Like you actually can get a nice mocktail at dinner. You know, I'm actually 21 now. So it's like, I mean, I'm over 21. There's a lot more healthier places to get dinner now. Like in the past, that wasn't necessarily a thing when I was in high school. So that was hard for me. But I think like really, you know, in this whole age of like that girl and the it girl and, you know, like being the main character and stuff, I think there really are these new things of like, why don't we just go have a picnic? Let's have like a girl's night in. Let's make dinner. Let's have like you know, these cute little like house parties people are having where like them and their friends all come, they have their own little like themed board and you make little mocktails, you have little wellness nights. Like I feel like, you know, it's like the joke of like, I'm in my healing era, my healthy area. Like it's, it's a joke cause it's like a trend, but it's not like, I feel like it's more popular now. Like I feel like there's so many ways to be like, Hey guys, can we like not go out to the bars like, or get really drunk? Like, can we do this healthier option? Cause I really want to do that. Like, I feel like we all really want to do that. It's just that, like, again, like I said, it's like we all have these sides of ourselves, but maybe we all think and assume that the other person doesn't want to do that, so then it doesn't happen, but really we all want to do it. You know what I mean? So, again, this is not one-size-fits-all advice. Like, you need to listen to yourself. That's why I really love journaling and meditation, which I know can be daunting, but I highly recommend to start if you have a really overcrowded mind of thoughts because I know that I do. And when I, I still really can't do like silent meditations. So I use guided meditations. I like Insight Timer, it's free. Using HZ or Binaural Beats, you can look them up on any music streaming app or YouTube. They have like long form ones on YouTube, which I really like when I'm working. I listen to Hertz Beats when I work like specifically concentration sounds when I'm falling asleep every night. I set a timer on my phone so that it only plays for a certain amount of time. And I have made a lot of mindful changes in my life. Like here's just a quick list because I know some people find this really helpful if they can just kind of like copy and paste it into their life. I know I have been like that in the past where I'm like, just tell me exactly what you do so I can do it too. So some of the things, maybe I'll make a whole episode about this of like some other just like small habits that I've done that kind of like help me throughout the week. But this is a pretty long list is, so I'm really mindful of using the screen time on my phone. Like I really, really try and stick to it. And you can go into your settings and set your entire phone to lock the apps at certain times, not just like the social media ones, which I have, which sometimes I override those ones, but 
this one happens every single night at nine o'clock which of course you can like bypass it or turn it off like on the weekends i have it off because i usually stay up after nine but during the weeks like all of my apps lock at nine so i prevent myself from scrolling and this really does help me like i usually don't override this especially because usually i'm like with my boyfriend at night if i'm like alone i might pass through it because i'm like just bored and want to like be on tiktok or something but i really try and not do that and like read or something or do something else because it's like I can open my music app before bed and have it at a timer. So I set it for like 15 minutes or one hour. So it plays binaural beats and automatically shuts off after the hour. So it's not like playing while I'm sleeping and one draining my battery. And sometimes, because I have done that in the past, like before this feature was out and I would wake up in the middle of the night and it would like kind of wake me up. So that's a great option for that. And then I have that downloaded. So my phone's on airplane mode and it like, I just have a list of downloaded Hertz beats and I listen to the same ones every single night. Like I have like an energy cleansing one, one that makes me fall asleep, brown noise, a new moon one, a full moon one. And then in the morning, I automatically, because of what I did last night, and now they have all these different features, I have it set to do not disturb automatically. So I don't see any messages until I press dismiss on my phone. This has really helped me, especially because like I have like notification set up for like VIP messages on my email from like my agents or like, you know, anything from Ava that happened or text message from people. Like I don't want to see anything that would possibly like make me get into my head immediately when I wake up or make my body feel forced that I have to go check that notification because that's just like definitely a habit. And like, I think just scientifically proven, you know, when we see something, we like just have this inkling and feeling like we have to go check that. So I don't want to get out of this dreamy state at all before I do my morning routine. So even if I wake up early, you probably won't hear from me till after 10 because I like really try and stay true to this and do this. So like I'll do my skincare, brush my teeth, always a tongue scraper, side note, if you don't have one, you need one. I use the ice roller and the pink balls now from Lauren Bostick from Skinny Confidential to like depuff my face, which I've really, really been liking. Like truly obsessed with the ice roller like there's nothing like you're on the market i'm like so impressed by it i put moisturizer on spf always and like creating these habits of your highest self like that like the last episode i said like fake it till you make it sort of thing what would your highest self do show up like her even if you're not necessarily there or ready to do it like creating these neural pathways in the brain i think like for me like i haven't been doing this in a while because i did it for straight two years during the pandemic when I was like really struggling with everything but affirmations whether it's like reading it to yourself or listening I really liked listening because it was just kind of like passive I use it just like on my music app like any of them would work and like that neuro-linguistic programming really helps rewire the brain and if you don't know about NLP or neuro-linguistic programming look it up it's amazing it's very fascinating and it really really works And there's some crazy, crazy stories about it. Like, it's insane. And I used to use, again, just kind of out of some of these habits that I would like to get back into, I'm holding myself accountable. I used to use the app The How by Mickey Ash, which I love her. And I would do, like, tapping every morning when she, like, had the affirmations going. So by a point, it was, like, everything was memorized. Like, where I tapped on my body. The affirmation that happened when I was tapping. Like, it was just such a habit. I did it every single day for, like, at least 10 minutes. And that was, like, game changer in me changing my brain and, like, how I was thinking about myself. And, like, so much stuff was happening. Just, like, amazing things were coming into my life because of that. And like I've said, that's how I've helped manifest a lot of things in my life and all that sort of stuff. So... Then I would do, I still do, 
but I did then as well as I would I do a quick like yoga stretching flow and I use the insight timer sometimes every single day I use my cure skincare LED mask for six minutes while I stretch I really like it because it just straps to your like your face and it's directly on your skin so it really penetrates into your skin and I can literally stretch like I do like downward dogs all that type of stuff doesn't come off my head and it just automatically goes for three minutes for each colorway so I press it twice and it's six minutes total and that's just how long I stretch six minutes every day I have this really cool neck hammock thing that I'll use when I meditate so I'll just like lay on my back and put my neck like head into it so it stretches my neck because I have some chronic pain in my neck and Again, all of this is like in the first 10, 20 to 30 minutes of me waking up. And I listened to this podcast with Tim Ferriss about how we make like thousands of decisions a day. And if you can start your day out having a really like mindless, like list of things to do, because it's the same daily, you'll be less mentally fatigued like throughout the day, like by the end of the day, because you didn't make as many decisions. So it's like when you leave your clothes out, the night before for the next morning. You don't have to think that first thing you wake up, what am I wearing? That's one decision. So it's like, I really found that super fascinating. And I I have really felt that where it's like in the mornings when I don't make as many thoughts in the morning, it's just automatic. I feel less fatigued by say the peak of like right now. And really right now I am not feeling fatigued. Like I'm feeling very energized and I I really do attribute it to like all of these things that I've been doing. Again, we're going to get further into like drinking coffee and things like that and going right into the next thing of something that I do. So every morning, for the most part, it just depends. I have like hot lemon water with chlorophyll and the liquid gold by Symbiotica and it's called Shilajee, but they call it like the liquid gold every morning. And this gives me energy. It sells my stomach. It wakes me up. And then I'll journal like my to-do list for the day. Again, So I don't really have to think about later in the day when I'm actually working of what I need to do. I just have to look at the list and be like, okay, let me do that, let me do that, let me do that. I try and leave it to like three to four things. Sometimes like two of the things kind of go hand in hand. Like today I have to record the podcast and I have to make all the content for the newsletter, stuff like that. That's like a bunch of things, but the same sort of like bundle of topic. And then sometimes when I'm doing all of that, like I said, I'll listen to Hertz Beats. Like I'll try and kind of just like incorporate those all throughout my day. I make a green smoothie that just has like tons of stuff in it for like cycle syncing and all that sort of stuff to kind of like ashwagandha and like an anti-acid thing by that company that I've been telling you guys about. Like tons of different things. I actually have been meaning to post like what is in that smoothie on my Instagram. So I will try and do that and I'll like make, try and make a TikTok about it and stuff like that. If you guys want me to put it into an episode as well so it's easy to just like read it off, you can write notes, like let me know, I can do that as well. And then in the summertime when it's warm, I'll like sit outside and get some vitamin D and then like it's good for your eyes and like waking you up and not looking at a screen and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll read, but usually like it's pretty much the same every single day. And again, this is during the week. So the weekend's very, very different, but this is what I'm trying to say is like, I know that five days out of the week, this is what my mornings look like all the time. And again, like you guys know, because I model and I'm like traveling a lot and doing stuff, this is not what it looks like all the time, but I have kind of created these habits and you can listen to the episode about like my essentials for traveling, where I talk about the things that I bring that are kind of helpful for me when I'm traveling. And I really, really try and incorporate those when I'm traveling. So I keep those, you know, quote, better, quote, healthier habits when I am not home and kind of running around. So I really try to not get off that routine. 
So the next thing is like truthfully from there in my day, I definitely drink coffee every day for the most part besides me recently trying to menstrual, like the menstrual phase of my cycle, trying not to have caffeine because that's better for cycle syncing during that week of your cycle. But I truly try and keep to one cup. I think the only time I really have two cups of coffee is like if I'm literally bored or something or I'm working, like I have a full day of modeling, I have it like in the morning, but I wake up a lot earlier those days, that's the thing. And then I have one like after lunch to kind of get me through the rest of the day. But again, I'm exerting so much energy in those days that it doesn't really affect me as much if I'm just like sitting at my computer all day. And I I truly think, again, never shaming, but I think truly if you really, really feel like you cannot make it through a day without two cups of coffee, I really think you should look into that. Like getting blood work done, maybe you should be drinking more water, maybe you should be exercising more, maybe you're not cycle syncing correctly. Like there's so many different ways to see like maybe why you don't have like any energy because I think your again, your body really tells you a lot and you can like find out what is quote like going on like I was gonna say quote like wrong what nothing's wrong I don't like like they have such negative connotations those words so it's like just to see what's going on in your mud your body but I would say like something that you might want to incorporate in because it's it's for the what it is it's really a pretty good price like this liquid gold like liquid um shilogy stuff from symbiotica I think it's like $45 and they have really amazing bundles like I always talk about. I found that like when I started drinking that and that I think I started drinking that in February, like right before I went to Germany, my energy has been so much like higher and leveled out throughout the day. And I was drinking and I and I have been drinking like way less coffee and more just drinking it out of habit, I think, because I just enjoy it. But truly, I do feel like, okay, so side note. Just for comparison, I went to Miami like two weeks ago. The week before, I think I like didn't buy lemons. The week after, I didn't buy lemons. I don't really love having the Shilajee without lemons because of the taste. So I wasn't really drinking it for the last, say, three weeks. I've been having it this week because I finally got lemons. Like, yes, Jenny being lazy, I know, but this is the difference. And it really shows me that it works. I've been having it this week, way higher energy levels this week so far, now that I think about it. So that's like a good testament to that. So the next thing is in terms of like food, again, I'm just trying to show like that 80-20 because even so, like I was saying, like I'm healthy mostly like 80% of the time. I definitely wish I was working out more, which is like on the weekends, I maybe don't feel as good as I would like to because I didn't work out much during the week. So it's something I'm trying to incorporate in, which I'll get into. But I like to make avocado toast, tofu scramble as a brunch, depending when I wake up. Like I just think like incorporating as much like greens and fibers and and these healthier things in your diet one will like sustain you for the rest of the day so you won't be maybe snacking as much like I know like when I was growing up I was a big snacker I like don't like snacking now like I actually almost never will catch me snacking like I'd rather just have like a full meal and then just like be done with it and I think what it is is I drink like an exorbitant amount more water now in my adult life because I got this conga water machine where I truly just am not like eating out of boredom and I think like for me because I'm so busy during the weeks and I have so much to do I don't find myself like mindlessly snacking like I used to and like on the weekends I might find myself like being more like hungry for snacky things because I'm kind of just like sitting around so I don't know something to just like think about Um, And then sometimes I truly like this kind of goes hand in hand, but 
I will find myself like genuinely just kind of fasting for like half the day because I'm genuinely not hungry and I don't want to just like force food into my stomach just because it's like quote lunchtime or something. Again, that's just my preference because I've also heard like that women should really keep their blood sugar really leveled all day to decrease the chance of a hormonal imbalance, which can be unbalanced if you are fasting. And again, there is so much information out there. That's why I really just wanted to make this to start a conversation. Like, like I said in the beginning, to preface it, always go to a professional. I really like holistic doctors because they can give you herbs and things rather than prescription medication. And they kind of look at you as a whole, like your lifestyle. What are you eating? How much exercise are you getting? How much sun are you getting? Are you happy? Are you stressed? Like, what's your stress management? Like, all those sort of things like getting blood work done, all that sort of stuff. And like listening to your body. And then the end of the day, I mean, I try and eat before 7 p.m. Like this is probably the one thing that I like, just like this is the less, I'm like less, I don't know, hard on myself about this is that, you know, I was really healthy and great in the morning. I just, my one thing at night is that I really try and eat like earlier so that I'm not eating at like eight or nine and then falling asleep on a you know a full stomach because I feel like if you are having problems with sleeping and stuff maybe like see these things of like what time of the day are you eating are you going to bed on a full like stomach of food because that's going to affect your sleep majorly like it really is so I really try and eat before like 7 p.m and I really have been trying to get in bed by 10 but I would honestly love to go to bed earlier than that but I have been like not able to keep my eyes open at like 10 o'clock so that's been really working for me, but that has not always been the case. I've just been like taking melatonin recently, which has just been helping me again in moderation, but because I've been taking the melatonin, it's actually like increasing my quality of life because I'm getting better sleep. So again, you have to listen to your body, but last but not least in my day, my biggest guilty pleasure is sugar. Thanks to my boyfriend. (laughs) So again, working on that. And that's definitely something I think I kind of make jokes about, but if I stopped eating as much sugar, my skin would probably be better, my sleep would probably be better, my energies would be better, like all of these things, again, we're trying. So I'm also not crazy into working out like I kind of touched on. Like I know I feel good when I do it, but I don't have that habit like really nailed down, but I'm working on it so we can hold each other accountable. I'm really trying to like just walk daily. Like it doesn't always happen. I've realized I like to walk outside more in the winter and just like bundle up than being like sweating to death. But I just joined Reformer Pilates and it's truly so much easier than I thought it would be. Like it's definitely challenging, but I was like actually truly intimidated by going because it was like the Reformer machines. And I just like did not know what to expect and was like so in my head about it. I love like heated yoga classes. I honestly do not like Bikram. I think that's way too hot. It makes me feel really like lightheaded and like like I'm going to pass out. So again, listen to your body. But I always feel like I'm a lot calmer and like chill and actually see quicker results with hot yoga. with like the detoxing and like strengthening and toning and all that sort of stuff. I love cycling. Like I love loud music and just like that's like one where I can exert a lot of like pent up energy, I feel like. And then like low weight resistance training is really nice. I love kickboxing. I think like just starting small and going up is probably like the best thing to do. Like, because again, I'm coming from a place where like I'm not in this amazing habit with exercise right now, but I have been in the past where I've created like really small goals where like I was able to meet them and create this habit to like get to a place where I wanted. And not that I'm like not happy in my body. That's the thing. I don't work out for necessarily like the physical benefits. That's just kind of like a side plus from it, but it's really like for my mental health. So 
Again, I think probably truthfully one of my biggest setbacks is that all of this is really expensive. And again, I'm trying to just like get on my feet again and like all of these memberships I would have to pay for. And it's like, that's like my ideal situation if I could have all of those. But then some other things I wanted to say that were are really helpful that I really love that kind of just like, again, help me keep that balance which are really just like self-care and like a gift to yourself because they make you feel really good are like cryotherapy, red light therapy or PVM therapy, compression therapy, infrared sauna, regular sauna steam rooms, IV therapy, massages. Like I love Thai massages. I love like combo massages, deep tissue, like all of that. I like I love like any lymphatic drainage situation going on. It feels so good. Like gua sha, facials just to relax. I always talk about it. Like I go to the chiropractor. It really just helps like create lymphatic drainage in your body and like lets you like really like calm your body and just like actually relax. And I feel like when you're more relaxed, you have like more connection to your intuition. So I feel like it's just like, there's really no, like there's no harm done in any of this. I love my Congo water machine. I talk about that all the time. I love like colonics and stuff like that. Like just anything like really holistic wellness wise, I'm obsessed with. And like, I really just truly try and decrease my stress as much as possible. Like that's truly just my goal here. So that's all of the information. It was pretty long, but I hope it just, again, maybe you learned something new. Like we're all in this together. Remember like life is meant to be fun, not stressful. Like we have enough stress as it is. I always like to say like, if you aren't doing what I'm doing and any of this triggered you or stressed you out that you're not doing it or not doing enough, like, please don't feel bad. Like this has taken me years of reprogramming and building these habits. They were not always like this. It also helps a lot that I live alone and don't have anyone else influencing my habits right now, which is changing soon. So I'll keep you posted on that. So P.S. Now that I have a thousand followers on TikTok, I have the link in bio. So make sure to go check that out. Or as always, you can check out my Instagram link in bio because I'm going to be opening up a wait list to get on a list for my modeling course where I'm going to just send out emails to you guys, like asking questions and collecting data of like what you really want to see in the course, because I want it to be like a community driven course and use information that you guys want to hear to better serve my audience. So keep an eye out for that. I'll probably put that up honestly like tonight. So it'll be up tomorrow. So love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting me every single week. Make sure to go check out the newsletter. It's in my link in bio on my website, but also in the show notes as always. You get updates each Wednesday directly to your inbox. I really do not spam. I send one email a week just with like all of the information that you might have missed from the week, maybe once a month, I'll send like a positivity email just to kind of hump you up and hype you up. So make sure to also follow us on Instagram at Ad Attracting Abundance Podcast. As always, love you guys. See you next time. Get up, get down. Get up, get down.